All right. So like I said, when it comes to retirement plan, okay, when it comes to retirement plan, first thing you must know, you must understand taxes. Okay? When it comes to retirement planning, you must understand taxes. Once you understand how your money is going to be taxed when you need it, you understand where you need to put your money, where you need to invest your money, what you need to put your money in. So before I talk about retirement plan today, let's talk about how these retirement plan, your so-called retirement plan is going to be taxed. And it's important for you to know how your retirement plan is going to be taxed. So that's why we got to turn to page 18, right? And one of the things it talks about is tax later. Listen to me very clearly now, all right? It says that tax later means the money you put in is pre-tax. Pre-tax money deposited in an account is money that you have not yet paid income tax on, but you'll definitely pay taxes on it later when you withdraw it. These accounts are called tax deferred. Now, you probably heard that you have a deferred comp plan. Or they probably tell you that it's pre-tax money. Okay? So all they're saying to you is, you didn't pay any taxes on it yet. Point blank period. Get rid of all the fluff. Get rid of all the, the confusion. Just get straight to the point. You didn't pay any taxes on that money yet. Okay? So it's pre-tax. And it's deferred. So tax deferred, it's pre-tax. It's the same thing. You didn't pay any taxes yet. It says that tax deferred accounts commonly take the form of IRAs, 401ks, and 43Bs. All right? Now, one of the things that we got to understand here in the U.S. is simply that when you begin, listen to me now. Remember what I said earlier? I said if you understand taxes, you will know to put your own money when you because you know how it's going to be taxed when you need it. You see, no matter what you think, no matter what you do, you're going to have to pay taxes. Let, let me give you a little idea, right? Listen to this before I give you the, the rest of this. Benjamin Franklin said, there's nothing certain in this world except for death and taxes. Do you hear me? Benjamin Franklin said, you make money, they tax you. You spend money, they tax you. You save money, they tax you. You die, and they still tax you. Can't avoid paying taxes. You're going to have to pay some taxes. But if you understand the three ways your money gets taxed when you need it, you can learn a thing or two about how not to pay taxes. But for today, we're going to talk about how you get taxed on your retirement plans. In the U.S., when you begin to take your money out after 59 and a half, you'll be taxed as ordinary income tax rates. Do you know what that means? It means that every money that you get from this as a withdrawal, it's going to be taxed as ordinary income tax rate. So whatever the tax rate is for that year, that's how you're going to pay taxes on that on every withdrawal. If you take withdrawal every month, you're going to pay taxes on it every month. If you take withdrawal every three months, you're going to get taxed on it every three months. All right? So let me go ahead and keep giving you, give you this truth. It says, but if you take the money out before 59 and a half, you will get a 10% penalty with a few exceptions, meaning like they have like hardships, first-time home buyer, things like that, right? So a few exceptions of their choosing and their liking in addition to taxes. 
okay? So you're going to pay a penalty in addition to taxes if you take the money out before 59 and a half, all right? So just to give you a, a breakdown what that means. What I mean by that is simply this. Let's say that you had $10,000, yeah? And in that $10,000, you withdraw. You weren't even 59 and a half yet. So now you got to pay what? Taxes on that, right? So what they're going to do is then calculate. If you took out $10,000 and taxes was at 25%, all you got to do is do times 0.25. So that means you're going to pay $2,500 in taxes, right? And then you're going to take your same $10,000 again, and then you're going to times it by the 0 0.10, which is the penalty. That's another $1,000. So right there, you're going to take your $10,000, Add up the 2500 plus the 1000 So now you're at $3,500, right? So you're going to take your $10,000 minus $3,500. And now all you get back to you is $6,500. But did you know at the end of the year, you're paying taxes on the $10,000? Mm. You only got $6,500, but you're paying taxes on the $10,000. <laughs> Let me continue. It says here, also, you can't keep your money there forever. You must start withdrawing it when you reach 70 and a half, or you're going to pay a 50% penalty on your money. Once again, if you fail to take out your money by 70 and a half, right? You just was working. We know we've seen people nowadays working past 65. It's become a new norm. You forgot to take out the money before your 70 and a half birthday. And you failed to take out what is known as RMD, which is also short for required minimum distribution. Because you failed to take out the required minimum distribution, they will penalize you 50% of your income. Meaning, if you had a million dollars in your 401k plan, all I want you to do is the minus 500,000. They're taking 500,000 of that money. Just like that. $500,000 of your money is gone. Boop. Because you failed to take out the required minimum distribution. Now, let me give you some updates. Because I know some of you guys are already thinking it. Well, Keon, didn't they come out with the SECURE Act in January 1st? Right? Didn't they know? Didn't they come out with the SECURE Act? Didn't they change that 70 and a half to 72 now? I said, yes. You're absolutely right. They did. But the question is, did you, did your plan, did your 401k plan get updated by that new Secure Act rule? Are you grandfathered in on the old sanction that was put into place? Are your, your financial institution, did they update it? So that's the homework for you. That's your homework to go find out, did your company move that 70 and a half to 72 now? Because it doesn't mean that because they passed this, this, um, the SECURE Act doesn't mean that your company automatically changed their rules. You got to find out, okay? And then you got to know, so that way you know if you're going to wait till 72 to start taking money, or you got to take it before your 70 and a half birthday, all right? So just keep that in mind. So now that you understand how this vehicle get taxed when you need it, let's talk about retirement plans now. All right, now we understand how you're going to be taxed. So that means every withdrawal is going to be taxed as ordinary income. That means if you don't take it by 70 and a half or 72, depending on if they follow that SECURE Act, 
you're going to lose 50% of your income. Pre-tax, tax deferred, same thing. It's just saying that you didn't pay taxes on this money yet, but you're going to pay taxes on it later. Now, we're going to talk about why you got that particular plan versus what I'm about to break down right now. Once again, this is powerful. Let's break it down. Now, retirement plans falls into two basic categories, guys. It's either you have a defined benefit plan known as DB, or you have a defined contribution plan known as DC, okay? It's very important for you to know which one you have because that determines how you're going to have money in retirement. So let's break down the defined benefit plan, which is one of the oldest plans in the world, all right? Oh, man, you about it. You, I hope you're ready. Put your sacks on now, guys, because I'm about to rock your world. All right, now, defined contribution plan. Defined contribution plan is also known as a traditional pension. It pays a retiree a specific based on the years of service and salary level until they die. In some cases, the payout will continue for the spouse or beneficiary. To put simply, they called it a defined contribution plan because you know what you're going to get by time when you retire. Remember, the word defined contribution. Defined no, not defined contribution, sorry. Defined benefit plan. Defined benefit. Benefit meaning you know definitely what benefit will be there for you. Defined benefit plan, also known as a pension. Now it says here, listen to this. These plans are quite costly to employer. These plans are quite costly to employer and most companies have dramatically scaled back from these plans and eliminate them altogether. So you're probably wondering, why does my, my company give me a pension? But then again, you're probably wondering too, if my company give me a pension, okay, cool. Why, why is it that many other companies don't do the same for their employers, right? So this is the thing that we have to understand. We gotta know, we must learn, we must understand because they don't want you to think about these things. You think that your 401k is the best thing since sliced bread. Let's give you some history right here now. Did you know that they said that the first modern day U.S. pension plan, right? The U.S. pension plan. The first American U.S. pension plan was through the company called Express Company established the first corporate pension. And it was in the U.S. It was in 1875. This was due to the Internal Revenue Act of 1921 okay which pretty much helped the surplus growth by expanding contribution made to employee pensions from federal corporate income tax did you know that right i told you you're going to learn today right how about this one now the american express company like i said it was 1875 this company first started their first private pension plan in the U.S. for elderly and workers with disability. According to the Pension Research Council, by 1926, approximately 200 private pensions had been established by large employers in the United States. 
So if you ever wonder and think, why is it that my company, why is it that my job doesn't give me a pension? Ha. Ah, now here's the part that I love to explain to you. Because you're going to learn a very dark secret. You're about to learn something that is, woo, you probably didn't want to know today. But it's too late. You're here now. So I suggest you listen. I suggest you lock in. Put on your seatbelt. Buckle in right now. Put your helmet on because it's going to hurt. It's going to hurt. So here's the thing. Let's talk about what is known as a defined contribution plan. DC. Defined contribution plan are normally known by the IRS tax code like a 401k, 43b, and etc. Wait a minute. Time out. Let's call time out real quick. I thought this was a retirement plan. I thought this was a retirement plan. I thought this was supposed to be for when I retire. Now you're talking to me and telling me this is some form of tax code? It is known by the IRS tax code? A tax code that was discovered in 1980 by a gentleman named Ted Benner? Oh, wait. I'm going to give you that, that sauce real quick. Give me a second. Let's get to it. It says here, defined contribution plans allow employee to make pre-tax contribution to their own retirement account. Employers may make matching contribution up to a certain amount. May, keyword, may. Don't have to, shouldn't have to, but may. Now, you probably think that your employer means you the world they match they give you some money on your money you thinking that they're matching you dollar to dollar and eh, wrong no it's a percentage that they match so if they match you three percent three percent on a dollar what is three percent on your dollar let's say a dollar right let's take a dollar let's take one and then we're going to times it by point zero three okay cool you make three cents for every dollar Say if you made three cents for every dollar, right? And you have, let's say, a hundred thousand in there, right? We take a hundred thousand. Yeah, they're gonna match you for every dollar three percent. And we're not talking about over a period. This is just a one time, right? Because you know it's over a period of time. But anyway, let's say it was three percent on that. All you gotta do is times that by point zero three, and that tells you that if you're a hundred thousand dollars, you only made three percent match. They give you $3,000 on $100,000. Do you guys find that logic even makes sense? Oh, it gets better. Did you know that if your employer, whatever they use to match your account, is actually a tax write-off for them? Did you know that? Did you know that's a tax write-off for them? Whatever they match, whatever the company, it's a company expense. You don't believe me? If you file your taxes and you're 1099, there's a section in there called wager and match. It's a tax write-off. If I give somebody a 401k plan within my LLC, it's a tax write-off for me if I match them. Did you know? Oh, man, I ain't even going to get into taxes. Talk to your CPA, all right? Here's the thing, guys. Define contribution plans, like I said. It allows employees to make pre-tax contribution to their own retirement plans. All right? Employers make matching contribution up to a certain amount. 
It says that your employer, listen to this very carefully now. I want you to pay attention. If there was a time that I want you to pay attention, I want you to pay very close attention right now. It says that your employer serve as a plan sponsor and it has another company administer the plan and its investment. This plan administrator is typically a mutual fund company, a brokerage firm, or an insurance company. That's the reason why when the market was fluctuating right now, you was running calling HR and HR didn't give you the number to call the financial institution. But here's the common mistake I see people do. They will go to the HR, start asking them a financial advice. Remember, this HR person work in the same department, the same company. They're in the same boat as you. They probably didn't even get any financial background. They probably have no knowledge of finance, but they're going to give you financial advice. Really? It's like the blind leading the blind. Think about that. So now, here's, here, you want to add insult? They always say add insult to injury. Listen to this, guys. Pay attention to what I'm telling you. You are responsible for the investment of your money by choosing investment options in the plan. Say so what? I'm responsible? I'm responsible for choosing the investment Options for my money. I, the regular person, the regular people. I didn't go to college for finance. I probably went and studied engineering. I probably went and studied to be a teacher. But they want me. They're uneducated about finance. I don't even know what mutual funds are. I don't even know how the investment strategies are broken down. I don't even know my risk allocations. But they want me, the regular guy, to make this decision. You know why? It's because when the market does fluctuate and the market does bad, they could always point the finger back at you and say, you made that choice. You made that pick. You did that. It wasn't me. I'm just here to manage your portfolio. You made that choice. Not my fault. This is what Wall Street be doing. Wall Street be having their hands up in the air like, not me, my, my fault. You made that choice. <laughs> Woo! It says contribution limits are set every year to adjust to the high cost of living. So that means you can't even put as much money you want inside of it if you was even want to try to maximize it on a bigger scale. Now let's talk about my man. My man right here. Guys. The father and the creator of the 401k plan. It was 1980. 1980. Benefits consultant Ted Benner referred the section, all right, 401k, while, research, while researching ways to design more tax-friendly retirement programs for clients. It says he came up with the idea to allow employees to save pre-tax pre-tax money into a retirement plan while receiving employer match. Did you guys know that the company, Johnson's company, administered 541k plan in 1982? But remember, it was 1980 when Ted Benner discovered and 
created the 401k plan. So by 1982, it was 50 people that they had in the 401k plan, most of its own employees, okay? Today, Americans have some of 50 million plans holding roughly $3 trillion in assets. Let me stop there. Listen to me, guys. If you ever wonder why Wall Street, if any financial professional, why they won't do the right thing, why won't they come out and say, guys, we made a mistake. This is not the right thing for you. Why? They won't do it? Who want to give up such a big piggy bank of $3 trillion in assets? That's why it talks about Benner. It says Benner's firm earned its money on the record keeping for the plans. With the help of 65,000 Wang Computer, but outsourced the actual investment company to Vanguard Group. Back when the future mutual fund giant was still in the, you know, the nascent days where they were running. Who remember how big Vanguard was? Vanguard was huge. Vanguard was huge. Right? So let's, let's look a little bit more. What Ted Benner said. Now it says that Ted, Ted, Ted Benner was the moral standard within the company and thought it was a conflict for us to also handle the investments. That's what Wright said. He believed in doing the right thing. Huh, the right thing. But like many critics in recent years, he began to think, listen to this, guys, listen. Ted Bennett started to think that the 401k might not be the right thing. He created a monster that should be blowing up. Should be blowing up. This is what he said in 2011. The creator of the 401k now looking back, asking for forgiveness, asking for the people to realize that he made a mistake because the corporation took away the American dream, the American goal, the American stability, the American future by giving them this plan. And because of this, now he's looking back at his work and saying, I don't think this was the right thing to do. Well, I thank you, Ted Benner. I thank you, Ted Bennett, for taking that responsibility, man enough to say I made a mistake. But the mistake you have made is cost millions and millions of families. When the 2001 dot-com bubble burst, many families lost over 40 plus percent of their money. Did you know that ever since, there is 65, listen to me, 17,000 baby boomers turn 65 every day. And this won't stop until 2035. 2035, the last baby boomer will turn 65. And there's 10,000 of them a day turn 65. So we know that 2001, they lost over 40%. 2008, when the, the real estate market crashed, they lost over 30-something plus percent of their money. And then now in just... 2020, they lost over 30 plus. Again, imagine a baby boomer went through all of that. When you did the math, oh my God. Now you wonder why they're at Walmart saying, welcome to Walmart. 
Then you wonder why they're at the door trying to work and make some extra income. It's because they lost all this money. Most of them didn't understand their risk class. They didn't know if they were moderate, moderate growth, conservative. They didn't know if they were aggressive, if they needed to be an aggressive in a, in a, in a down market. You think about that. Think about the baby boomers right now. And the Generation X is right next in line. And us, the millennials. Because we're going to follow what our grandparents did. We're going to follow what our parents did. And we're going to be the next mistake. Because we didn't understand how our money is going to be taxed when we need it. We didn't understand that it, we have to make these decisions. Now, it, now, you may say, well, Keon, I don't have a 401k. I have a 403b. I have a 457. Okay, doesn't exempt you. Because let me break it down some more. 401k, essentially a retirement savings account which offer tax advantage. It doesn't have a lifetime payout like a pension plan. 43B is similar to the 401k because it's, av it's available to employees of tax-exempt. Tax-exempt organizations like a school, hospitals, or religious organizations. 457 plan is generally have similar similarity to a 401k and are available to state and local um, public employees and to a certain nonprofit organization. So all your 401k, 43b, 457 is just telling me where you work. Nothing special about it. Sorry. It just let me know where you work. That's it. Nothing crazy. So it says that defined contribution plan invest with pre-tax contribution, thus withdrawing your money before 59 and a half will be subject to early withdrawal penalties with some exceptions. And of course, all distributions will be taxed as ordinary income. These plans are called defined contribution because you know what you put in, but you won't know what you may get when you retire due to the market fluctuation. Do you catch that? Do you realize how they insulted you? It's called defined contribution because you know what you put inside of it, but you won't know what you may get due to the market fluctuation. Do you realize how they disrespected your intelligence? Did you get that? And it goes over many people's heads. I got a defined contribution. Are you saying so proud too? I got a defined comp plan. <laughs> <laughs> so it says here, the passive employee, although 401ks and other defined contribution plans are very popular, lack of understanding is still a major problem. It says many employees are passive participant and they contribute to their plan because people around them do so. It's because they do so. It's almost like the same reason why people go out and buy a Gucci bag. Do you even know who Gucci is? Do you know who Fendi is? No, you just do it because you saw some rich guy do it and you think it makes you look rich. Same thing with your 401k plan. I call it the FOMO people. FOMO. F-O-M-O. -O, FOMO. The fear of missing out. My mom said, if you see someone jump off the cliff, are you going to jump with them? I told my mom, no, I ain't stupid. No way. I'm going to ask questions. 
The problem with society today is that we don't ask questions. We don't say why, when, who, where, what. We just say, yes, okay, I understand. <laughs> they taught you in school very well how to be submissive, right? I love when my son talked back in a respected manner. When I mean talk back, I mean he asked me a question. I encourage my kids to ask questions. Sometimes his teachers don't get it, but I love it. If y'all listening, hey, more power to you. All right. It says here, few get involved. Listen to this. It says, uh, he, oh, yeah. Many employees are passive particip uh, participants. They, uh, they contribute to their plans because people around them do so. Few get involved enough, right, or take the time to understand or monitor their plans. According, according to a recent AARP survey, 71% of people with a 401k plan didn't know they were paying fees for their retirement account. It said these fees can reduce your 401k balance by up to 30%. 30%. Now, write this down, guys. Write this down. I'm about to give you some real good nuggets. There's a PBS special on YouTube called the 401k. Type in PBS special 401k on YouTube and watch it. It's the best 40 minutes of your life. The best 45 minutes of your life. Watch it, guys. It says here, on top of that, without understanding the different investment options of the plan, they may pick the one that actually doesn't meet their risk tolerance and objectives. There are so many people who end up with poor results and their retirement needs are not met. Then many of you guys even jump into things like an IRA. An IRA or a Roth IRA. Now it says that an individual retirement account, individual retirement account, IRA, is one of the most common form of retirement plan. Traditional IRAs have two major benefits benefits <laughs> you do not pay tax on the money you contribute until you make a withdrawal that's pre-tax money right any interest or dividends or capital gains in the plan are tax deferred until withdrawal pre-tax money again Roth IRA Roth IRA are similar to a traditional IRA however the big difference is the contributions are not um, tax deductible and the qualified distributions are tax-free, provide you meet two guidelines. Number one, you leave the money in the account for at least five years after you make the first contribution. Number two, you reach 59 and a half with exceptions for death or disability. It says with a Roth IRA, you can leave money in the account for as long as you want. Traditional IRAs don't allow that extensions and you must start withdrawing it when you reach 70 and a half. All right? or 72 due to the secure act it says the key points to remember traditional iras you do not pay tax on the money you put in but you pay tax when you take it out it says Roth ira you pay tax on the money you put in put in it but you don't pay tax when you take it out assuming you meet the two criterias um above all right so iras and Roth iras have limits on how much you can actually contribute in each year. And you may face penalties if you withdraw before the designated retirement age, which is 59 and a half or 72 or 70 and a half. 
It says IRA rollovers. This is a great feature that you must look into if you want to make some changes. It says IRA rollovers are important features to move your money to a better investment account of your choice. Unfortunately, there are many people who don't use, don't use it for its full potential. Not only can you roll over your IRA into another, you can actually roll over your, um, your 401ks, 403b, and like into an IRA or a Roth IRA as well. So then there's something called simple IRA. This is called the savings incentive match plan for employees, simple. It is a type of traditional IRA for small business and self-employed people. Contributions are tax deductible. Investments have the um, potential to grow tax deferred until withdrawal. Employers are required to match contribution with employees up to 3% of salary flat, all right? Or a 2% flat of pay whether the employee contribute or not. Once again, these are used to create tax write-offs. Then we also have something called a SEP IRA. SEP, Simplified Employee Pension. Simplified Employee Pension, SEP, is a retirement plan set up by the employer, including the self-employed person. The employer makes tax-deductible contribution for the employee, including the business owner. Employees can't contribute, only the employer can. Employees don't pay tax until withdrawal. Just like an IRA plan, 59 and a half and 72 rules apply. Withdrawals before 59 and a half receive a penalty with a certain exception, such as medical or educational expenses or first time home purchase. Both SEP and simple IRAs are simple and low cost to set up guys. So when you think about that, guys, we, we, we got to understand how to properly plan. We got to be in a position where we understand. So that way we could take advantage and know how to navigate through these complex situations that we want to do for our retirement. Guys, when it comes to your retirement, there's two things you must learn. You must learn about something called the 1020 formula. The 1020 formula is a great formula to learn because it gives you the idea to know what you need. It gives you the idea to know what you need. You need to know that you need to have 10 times your income in place if you have insurance. And you also need to have 20 times your income in place for when it comes to retirement. You also gotta know what's known as your FIN number. You must know what is your final income number. You gotta know how much you, where you are now, you're gonna know how much you need later, and how long after later until the end, you're gonna need that money coming in. These are things that we help families to educate them and teach them so that way they could be empowered and plan for their retirement. Our goal is to empower you and your family. We want to continue empowering you and your family so that way you could continue making great money choices. That's what the money talks about. So I just want to tell you guys, thank you so much for always listening. I'm about to open it up real quick for Q&A. All right. So... Let me pull this down. So thank you again for listening and always tune in. All right? Always come back. It's going to be a lot of great stuff. We're always going to keep talking about other great topics. My name is Keon Corniff, also known as Mr. Finance. Thank you for listening to Money Talk.